Farm Food Facts, where every farmer, every acre, and every voice matter. Welcome to Farm Food Facts for today, June 10th, 2020. I'm your host, Phil Lempert. June is Dairy Month, and frankly, it's one of my favorite food events. Of course, I'm prejudiced as my grandfather was a dairy farmer. Now, that's actually my dad in one of my grandfather's trucks. But hey, dairy is in my blood. And today we have with us Carrie Ann Fallow, the CEO of Dairy West. Dairy West in Idaho is leading an effort in collaboration with processors and allied industries to feed the hungry during the COVID-19 pandemic. The initiative is called Curds and Kindness. Frankly, I wish I would have thought of that. Very clever branding. It's an unprecedented collaboration between dairy farmers, dairy companies, and local community partners. Carrie Ann, tell us about how the idea came about, and welcome to Farm Food Facts. Well, Phil, thanks for visiting with us. We, too, are excited that it's June Dairy Month. When the COVID pandemic struck and people were ordered to stay at home, we knew, and and there were significant job losses, we knew that on behalf of the dairy farmers in Idaho and Utah, that we could do something about that. So we proceeded to identify milk that would otherwise be disposed of with processors who had some capacity in their plants to make a finished product. And after we matched those up, we knew that we could move significant amounts of milk through school feeding sites and food bank programs. So we branded the program Curds and Kindness, and we have been delivering food across the Idaho, Utah, and Southern Nevada region since May 1st. And, you know, how much food have you been distributing? Uh, From May 1st to May 29th, we were able to distribute almost 750,000 pounds of dairy products. Yeah, that includes Swiss cheese, cheese curd, mozzarella, uh, butter, and yogurt. Wow, that's fabulous. So when I when I look at post COVID nineteen, um, when I when I look at what you've created as a network that didn't exist before, what happens to it? Do do we now have new relationships between dairy farmers and processors um, and and the end user, wh- whether it be a school or whatever else, that didn't exist before that you've really opened up a whole new channel of distribution? Because when we look at our supply chain, obviously, there were some you know breaks in it um, and, and you've really filled in those breaks. Will they stay there permanently? Phil, we hope that Kearns and Kindness only has to be a temporary program, right, for the benefit of the world. Of the world. Uh, That said, we have forged, I'm really proud of what our team has done to forge new relationships with processors, with food bank partners, with school feeding administrators. That's an important part of the dairy supply chain. Um, And not only that, but we've had significant support from retailers, uh, allied industry, and even organizations like mining groups and uh, nonprofit foundations who wouldn't otherwise work with the dairy community. And when I, you mentioned retailers, um, when I look at supermarket shelves, um, early on in, in the pandemic, I would walk into a supermarket and I wouldn't see any milk, you know, and, um, you know, that, that was a bit surprising to me. I'm in California where there's a lot of dairy processing. Um, and I would talk to the managers and they would say, I, we just can't get it. You know, we know that the milk is there. Um, but you know, there, there's nobody to, to bring that tank to, to put it into cartons. 
So you've really solved that problem. And, and what I love about what, what this program is all about, not only are you feeding the hungry, and not only are you taking milk that might have otherwise um, been destroyed, uh, because there weren't any tanks, so you help the industry, you help the people. But again, to your point, forming these relationships. And what I think is so important for whatever the food industry is, whether it's dairy, whether it's meat, whether it's produce, is to really reach out behind, uh, beyond their traditional channels of, of the people that they normally talk to, meet new people. I mean, we've gotten a bit comfortable in our food supply, which is why when the pandemic hit, we we noticed all these supply chain problems. Yeah, you know, in the dairy industry, we talk a lot about the need for innovation, and we often think about the innovation of new products. That is certainly necessary, but innovation and new relationships, I think, to your point, is critical uh, to face um, future crises like this. And not only future crises, but, you know, day-to-day operations. As retailers are changing uh, the way they do business, um, more delivery, if you would. Um, I always talk about, um, you know, what the future of, of grocery looks like. And for me, you know, it's having cupboards and refrigerators that have scanners, you know, built around the doors. Um, the The shelves are actually scales. So every time I take that jug of milk in and out, you know, it reads that barcode, it measures how much is left, and then I'll get a pop-up on my phone that says, hey, we know you never want to run out of milk. You know, you're going to run out of milk in two days. You know, should we send it to you? And I can just press a button and have it come there. And as we're seeing all these new changes, I think it's critical for Dairy West and, and dairy farmers to understand what kind of changes there are going to happen at retail and how you're going to have to respond to those. But frankly, dairy needs a seat at the table as these retailers are discussing that. And a program like Curds and Kindness really gives you a major voice and a major seat at the table so that they want to hear what you have to say when it comes to innovation, not only with products, but with you know how we're going to get products to market. Well, that's that's absolutely right, Phil. And I think we're all very aware now that when people are in crisis, they turn to dairy as a category, which is, you know, I think the silver lining in all of this. And dairy farmers, particularly in our region in Idaho and Utah, have been very progressive in fueling innovation, providing resources. In fact, our dairy farmers were the first to the table to help fund the Curds and Kindness program. They know that feeding the world with safe and nutritious food is an honorable mission for them. And they tend to step up very quickly um, because it's such an important role to play. And and you mentioned that during, uh, you know, during being stuck at home, um, a lot more people I know I have, you know, go to dairy uh, because it's it's comforting, it's nutritious, it's satisfying. It does all those things that I want to do when I'm stuck at home uh, versus just empty calories. That's right. And we're even seeing food service companies that are opening back up tend toward dairy centric menu items as they kind of figure out how to go back to market. 
And and also when we look at, you know, the research that has come out over the past couple of years, um, especially as it relates to weight loss, you know, milk is, is a wonderful product to help with weight loss because it is satisfying. It's not those empty calories. And one of the things that, you know, we here have, have talked a lot about, and, and I'm not trying to be trite, so, so please don't take it that way, is when we all went to college, we were worried about the freshman 15. Um, now we're worried about the COVID-19 that people are gaining weight uh, by having to stay at home. So, you know, it's a good time when when you're thinking about getting on a diet to really look at that research and see, you know, the big benefit that dairy, in particular milk, has for weight loss. It can be very advantageous. Uh, we provide, you know, the dairy category has a lot of options for people both dieting and when people return to their rigorous workout schedule, um, you know, refueling with chocolate milk, hitting, you know, getting a high um, protein yogurt uh, snack or meal in periodically. Um, there's also a lot of evidence, though, that uh, that dairy is beneficial to folks um, trying to deal with diabetes, cardiovascular disease states. Uh, so the evidence is mounting um, in, uh, in a positive way for dairy in that regard. And I would just say dairy brings a lot of people joy because it's, like you said, delicious. Yeah. And, and also one of the things that we didn't know uh, three months ago, and we've heard Dr. Uh, Fausti and, and others talk about the fact that having higher levels of vitamin D, if um, and, and hopefully nobody um, additionally is going to get COVID-19, but having higher levels of vitamin D um, is a great you know, barrier to to having serious problems with COVID-19 and what better way to get vitamin D than than in milk and dairy products. That's a great reminder, Phil. You're absolutely right. It's a it's an essential um, part of the dairy story. Well, congratulations on on a fabulous program, uh, Carrie Ann. You and, and your folks have have done great. And um, let me just give you a little visual plug as well. Curds and kindness. I love it. I want a shirt with curds and kindness on it. Stay tuned. It's in the mail. Okay. <laughs> and thanks for joining us today on Farm Food Facts. Thank you, Phil. Great to talk with you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast episode. For more information on all things food and agriculture, please visit us at usfarmersandranchers.org. Also, be sure to look for us on Facebook at USFarmersAndRanchers or on Twitter at USFRA. Until next time.